This is Purple Radio On Demand. Hello and welcome to our very first episode of Game Changers with me, Sophie. Each week I'll be talking to a special guest about a variety of topics. This week I'm joined by the lovely Kim as we talk about all things gym. Kim is an English student who also side hustles as a powerlifter. We met through the Powerlifting Society and we speak about all things gym from intimidation, body confidence, food and the impact of feminization on the sporting landscape. So, without further ado, welcome Kim. Hi. How are we today? We're alright. We've just got back from the gym, so. You've got back. What was today? Bench. Bench. What a bro day. Ugh. So, how are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. A little bit tired. A little bit tired. A little bit tired. A little bit aches. A little bit aches. We always ache. Powerlifting so, always ache. Powerlifting mm-hmm. is pretty niche. Yeah. And we get a lot of looks for doing it and a lot of like, oh, girls don't even lift. So how did you get into it and what was your journey like um, through the gym? So I started going to the gym when I was probably about 16 and I was actually kind of um, pressured a little bit to go into sort of more of a bodybuilding style. Do you of, go to the gym by yourself? Yes. Yeah. Most of the time anyway. Mm. Um I was pressured by a bodybuilding coach to approach that lifestyle. So it was quite a difficult time. Yeah. It was very intense for someone who's 16. Mm. And, and I think as well, because a lot of the bodybuilding is directed towards females who are young, yeah. who are impressionable, and it is yeah. men who are big male coaches yeah. who are trying to push them into... Yeah a certain physique exactly and what 16 year old who's really naive just started at the gym isn't going to say no to some big you know experienced bodybuilders telling them that they've got potential yeah um but after that i kind of realized that that wasn't the way that i wanted to approach training or the gym and so i just switched over to powerlifting because we had a really good powerlifting coach at our gym um, and yeah, never look back. Never look back. <laughs> never look back. And it is that there is almost a stigma that comes with anything because if you go into bodybuilding, mm. you go into coaching, people don't enjoy it, but you're told mm. to enjoy it because it's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like it's how you look. Yeah, it's I how have, you want to be. I have ultimate respect for people who do it, but it just oh, yeah. wasn't for me. It really wasn't. And then you go into powerlifting, you always get the opposite. You mm-hmm. get, you get an almost respect from boys, but they see you as male. Do you not? <laughs> masculine. Masculine. Yeah, no, yeah I it is. I understand what you mean. And I think, personally, I just prefer having performance-based goals rather than aesthetic goals. Yeah. And I think it just puts me in a much better mindset and place and approach to life in general. So yeah. It's so deep. So if you, no, not at <laughs> all. Because if you compare, so if you compare 16-year-old Kim with 18-year-old fresher. Oh, so, so different. What would you say the biggest difference is? Uh, I'm a lot happier now. Lot, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I just enjoy the people that mm. are involved in powerlifting and the support that you get. Yeah. And the hype, you know, everyone kind of comes together and supports Yeah, you. on that, that's something I wanted to touch upon is our group, our powerlifting mm. group, we were even discussing ourselves, me and Kim, before we, the first time we met, it was you went through Freshers Week mm. and you were with people, but there were some people that just didn't really understand you or get a you. A lot of judgment. A lot of judgment. <laughs> and then you go to the gym and it is a relief. It really, yeah. like, it is a relief Free to see space. people 
Yeah, and it is a lot more than just working out or just what's your macros. Like it is yeah. about strength. It's about yeah. supporting each other, and it is a very individual sport. I feel like we have a little family. Yeah, it is a family. Um, so then, going back to whenever you did transition into powerlifting, mm-hmm. do you think people's attitudes towards you or people, girls, mm-hmm. essentially, how did they react? Or your friendship um, group? I think the girls at the gym that I used to go to back home, their kind of perspective of me changed because they always saw me as this kind of bikini athlete. Yeah. Um, and they were always asking me for advice about how to lose weight, how to cut and things like yeah. that. And it's almost a little bit disappointing that that's all that they cared about mm. and that's all that they associated me with yeah. as well um, and that's all their goals were with going to the gym and then when I switched over to powerlifting and everything was about strength and sort of growing your determination as well mm. as your because you that, that you hit it on the nail there it goes yeah. from shrinking mm-hmm. to try and be the lowest percentage of body fat to yeah. not even really acknowledging a scale you're yeah. looking at how can my weight go up in exactly. terms of the plates rather than my body yeah it's putting the weight on the bar rather yeah than and it is quite sad that a lot of girls want to shrink they want yeah. to be yeah no and I think it just it gave me almost a sense of like freedom just to go to the gym and not worry about a the way I look or b what I'm trying to achieve mm. and just enjoy it it's yeah just so much healthier and I think as well it, it goes away from that being scared of mm. the gym environment because I know myself the first time I went into a gym I didn't know what to do yeah, no I was same. scared I was like I'm going to go on the Stairmaster We've been there. I'm going to count how many calories I had that day and walk it off but yeah. it's so it is a toxic relationship yeah, if, if you let it be um, did you ever experience that of you were hyper aware that it wasn't essentially a place that a lot of women feel safe in mm, 100% like I don't know about you and I don't know about other girls Mm. but in the gym my gym back home it's a commercial gym yeah and even actually the gym here although not so much um I used to be sort of the only female in that weight section yeah in the free weights using the barbells and Mm. you might get one or two but so you can definitely tell that girls and women are Afraid, intimidated. I don't know. I don't know whether it's intimidation or whether it's just fear of not knowing what to do, yeah. things like that. So, yeah. And and have you ever experienced, whenever you are in the weight section, mm-hmm. men, especially older men, not mm-hmm. to put them all in one bucket, but <laughs> they will come over and they will either critique your technique, mm-hmm. even though you've probably had years of experience, mm-hmm. or they will try and be flirty in a very sexualized way because they consider someone who is into gym into their fitness mm-hmm. has aesthetic goals mm-hmm. rather than strength goals mm-hmm. and think of you in that way uh yeah we've had uh, a few experiences at the gym worst chat up line for the gym hit me go i don't know oh oh do you want to go out for coffee um i said no i'm 18 oh, that's all right. It's not like that. I'm married. Oh, wow. It <laughs> <laughs> was an interesting conversation. Oh, blimey. Yeah. I've got kids. Don't worry. Yeah, it's fine. It's not like that. All right. How would your wife feel? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've had a few uh, awkward experiences. 
Mm. Um, and it doesn't bother me, but it doesn't bother me because I'm used to it, and that's almost yeah, sad. Yeah, that's itself. almost as, as bad. Yeah, but. yeah, because it is that expectation of you're a girl in a male space rather yeah. than it's a health and fitness space. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be male dominated, mm-hmm. but the unfortunate fact is that's what we have to deal with. Yeah. And then there is rising of female-only spaces, but then there's a problem in that as well. In that it just isolates the problem. Yeah, exactly. tackling it head Exactly. On. So how do you feel now, now that we're, we're obviously part of a Do You Even Lift? <laughs> follow on Instagram. Um, how do you feel now that you have, we are there, and obviously there is a large majority of boys there, but there's also a growing amount of girls coming and there trying is. it. Yeah. And how, how do you see that changing? Um, what I love about that space is that even though it is still kind of predominantly male, mm. that I know that they're not, they're focusing on their workout. Like, I'm not worried about anyone, I don't know, looking at me, or I don't yeah. feel uncomfortable with yeah. them at all. Um, I'm really, really happy that there's growing number mm-hmm. of girls there. And I think a lot of them who might be beginners, um, it's been really good for us to encourage them and things like that because yeah. we wouldn't want to lose them I know, <laughs> we want so, I know we want all the girls bring help. on the girls yeah so come along if you're listening <laughs> on that touching on the whole Instagram thing we obviously mm-hmm. you post you did a lovely lovely squat for her on Instagram <laughs> lovely squat on the do old little, Instagram do a bit of posting yeah how do you feel your relationship with social media mm-hmm finding fitspos mm. or the like strength over skinniness movement yeah. type thing how is that impacted your body confidence have you when you were 16 did you ever feel like you would i think younger kim definitely found um things like what you said like fitspo mm. and posts about food and all this on instagram facebook youtube whatever i think you kind of just soak it all in yeah and you really really let it affect you yeah um and I think especially coming into powerlifting but also just growing as a person Mm -hmm. you kind of learn to understand that it's not real yeah um and you almost build up a barrier and you take off the rose-tinted glasses and you Mm -hmm. kind of figure it out and you're like actually this is did you find it difficult whenever you were that age and you were just starting out did you find it difficult to differentiate between real life Mm -hmm and the proposed life of you should be on your game 100% all the time, never miss training, you should have your diet in in tow every single day, meal prep, meal prep, (laughs) (laughs) not allowed to have a night out, you know, like how how would you feel you feel about that now? Um, Uh, I'm a lot more relaxed coming into it, I think even just moving to university has had to, I've had to adapt to more of a, you know, day by day sort of lifestyle because plans are always changing and things like that Mm. Um, I think educating yourself on how to actually be healthy and how to actually eat and fuel your body your workouts your day whatever you're doing so what is health to you what would you say balance Mm. Um, happy just be happy (laughs) and would you say do what makes you happy yeah because even if it's not powerlifting, like I don't equate powerlifting with health because people who aren't powerlifters are healthy and people who yeah, don't go oh, to yeah. the gym are still healthy. Um, you know, just find whatever makes you 
happy that's even if it's a half hour walk in the morning that's your your time together and that is your exit that is exercise Mm -hmm. people forget people are overcomplicating it they're saying exercise is one isn't one size yeah push-ups and backflips yeah you know do pull-ups and functional training what's your workout split and it's oh don't need that if you take it back to basics we just need to prolong our life at the end of the day and and i think a lot of the time, especially if I look back on my younger self, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff I was doing in a, not to be dramatic, but it, it would have impacted the longevity of my life because yeah. I was either under eating, over training, mm-hmm. or scared to go against the status quo and not having a life because yeah. there's a lot more to life than fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially social media to you, do you find yourself getting wrapped up in it sometimes? And how would you cope? Um, I try not to. I don't really use it as much as I used to or as much as a lot of teenagers or young adults probably do. Mm. Um, I don't post that much. And when I do, it's usually something that I'm proud of rather than searching for validation. Yeah. Um, You know, I keep my accounts on private because I don't feel the need to try and gain and in terms of like (laughs) in terms of people you follow do you Mm. would you follow a lot of women who inspire you men inspire you but the women that I do follow that inspire me they inspire me for reasons beyond the way that they look yeah and I think that's important yeah exactly and then in terms of your body confidence Mm -hmm. obviously it is a spectrum it's never going to be static but compared to where you were when you just started out or when you were when you figured out like exercise is something that you have control over mm-hmm. and at the end of the day there is a lot of body confidence being portrayed now mm-hmm. that is fake and people going around saying one thing and then you hear sadly a couple weeks later they've had a breakdown or they've been suicidal or things like that how how do you navigate through that i think the reality of it is that you're never no one's ever going to be 100% happy in their body, no matter what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, as you say, it's a spectrum. Everyone has good days, everyone has bad days. Personally, I try not to think about it too much. And to be honest, I'm happier now, even though I probably weigh like way more than I did when I was like 16-year-old Kim. Yeah. Um, but I don't let that define my day. My yeah, life, it's moving away from the weight. What is that weight on the scales? What value is that? We've mm. we've put a value on ourselves from yeah. a scale, which is absolutely ridiculous. And then I think that probably where we come from is strength over aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like I do make jokes. I have the ass like Taylor Swift. <laughs> There's no denying it. If you see me in person, you'll know. Kim, however, has been godly blessed. <laughs> It's all those, it's five squat days. Yeah. Powerlifting arse. Five days a week of squatting. There's a lot of very nice powerlifting asses. I know, juicy. Especially the boys. Um, So in terms of that, whenever your mind shift kind of went from the aesthetic goals Mm -hmm. to the strength goals, did you see any relation between you and your food or you and your outlook on life and your aspirations definitely affected the way I looked at food because I knew that I needed to eat more and a substantial amount if I wanted to achieve the goals that I'd set the strength goal which is almost the opposite of what exactly. a lot of girls are told yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so 
coming away from bodybuilding I was you know having a more regulated intake of good food Mm -hmm. healthy food that was really substantial um because if I didn't eat that I felt kind of annoyed at myself frustrated that I wasn't achieving these new goals so it was kind of healthy in the way that it got me to view food as fuel so it went away from I'm I'm annoyed I've overeaten to Mm -hmm. I'm annoyed I'm not hitting that lift and that's because I haven't given myself the proper nutrition or and it comes back to balance as well Mm -hmm. if you're not enjoying your life you're not going to enjoy the experiences and a lot of our experience is food and I know I I was definitely in that spiral of toxic relationship a lot of fear Mm -hmm. Um, and coming out of that is tough and it it is is a tough mental barrier I don't think anyone who struggles with it ever fully gets away from it and I think when I'm stressed sometimes I feel things creeping back in insecurities creeping back in and And then how would you get yourself out it takes like a conscious pick pick myself Mm. up sort of thing yeah I think you have to remember that we're all individuals Mm -hmm. and comparison is definitely the thief of joy that's what I always say in training isn't it that's like my motto (laughs) comparison is definitely the thief of joy especially you can get diet plans meal Mm -hmm. plans you should be eating this you should be keto you should be vegan you should be uh, and talking to two dairy-free gals here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not by choice, though. I'm lactose intolerant. You wouldn't want to see. <laughs> you wouldn't want to know. But that is the thing. It's become so commercialised and mm-hmm. so... It's making money now. It's making it? money from... Is. And it's making people miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said yourself, you do. You just need to catch yourself on and realise you Got are your own self. Oh, yeah, rationalise to a T. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah... Oh, that is sad, actually, isn't it? That we've all been caught in the loop. So what's your hopes for the future, then, in terms of gym, in terms of working out, in terms of competition? Well, I'm hoping just to keep chugging along on the powerlifting train, I Mm. guess. Um, I want to compete in January with you, of course. (laughs) You bet come. Yeah. She's gonna come. I know. Um, I'm I'm the flakiest of flakes. You can put me on top of a ninety nine. I swear. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll compete in January. See where that puts me. Whether I qualify for championships or not, but all going well. Mm. Should be able to get the total I need, and then, I mean, to be honest, I'm not that worried about doing well at championships like I know I'm gonna place like super low because there's some absolute beasts oh, boss, going on boss women yeah. honestly they're they're phenomenal the competition is getting as it gets more popular yeah saying that how why do you think it's become increasingly popular why why is there more women coming because the platform is competitive it is it's is so competitive yeah. I think it's possibly a mixture of people finally realizing and getting educated and mm. understanding that this you know perfect hourglass muscular gymshark girl body yeah. is not the reality um and i think as well social media has probably had an influence on the rise of body female positive. powerlifting yeah. because there's a lot more female powerlifters feeling confident enough to post about mm. their achievements without yeah, and it probably goes. It probably goes for all sports. Like mm. a lot of people are recognizing that the gym, as much as it benefits a lot of people, mm. is isn't people's preferred way of working out, exactly. which is completely acceptable, mm. and we need to recognize that. Yeah, no. Yeah, for sure. and then after the comp, 
big refeed, <laughs> a big cheap meal, <laughs> lots of food, um, and then just come back a stronger next to reality. Year. Yeah, just the reality going. of a degree. Yeah, no. yeah, we're not professional. Oh god, no! Don't talk to me about my degree. I don't think we'll ever be professional. <laughs> okay, so now we're nearing the end. Yes, we're gonna do quick fire questions. Oh, god. Game changer, quick fire questions. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm prepared for these at all. These are quick. This is so unfair. This is is the most cardio you'll be doing in a while, I swear. (laughs) Okay, three things you bring to a desert island. Uh, uh, Biscuits, uh, water, and blankets. What types of biscuits? Mm, Ginger nut biscuits. Oh, bit rogue. Most embarrassing gym moment. Oh, I hit myself in the face with a plate and I got a nosebleed. <laughs> and I didn't notice and I carried on my set of squats and that nobody is said anything. You just thought it was like a booger. <laughs> no, I just thought I'd cut like I just thought I'd got a bruise. Oh, and then no. I touched my nose and there was like blood. Yeah. But Winter or summer? Summer. Breakfast or dinner? Mm, breakfast. Clute or spoons? Mm, spoons. Squat, deadlift or bench? Deadlift. Cardio or cardi no? Cardi no. Powerlifting, is it a sport or a hobby? Sport. <laughs> Morning or night? Morning. English or powerlifting? Oh, English. Netflix and chill or wine and dine? Netflix and chill. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. Christmas or summer? Christmas. Finally, one piece of advice you'd give to your teenage self. We're getting deep here, we're getting real deep. Don't say yes to that bodybuilding coach. Oh, God. And on that note, it has been absolutely lovely having you. You've been an absolute star. She's been the first roped in to be my guest. There'll be many, many more. And I'm sure we'll have you back. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I'll come back. If I entice you with a dairy-free advent calendar. Yeah. So, that has been Game Changers. Thank Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to my guest, Kim. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.